but we're doing it over. Oh, you gave me no notice. I consider that an act of aggression. No court in the world would convict me for what I'm about to do to you. Especially because you're white, they're going to get your Burger King. <laughs> That's true. That's the law you now. Hung, you hungry, little buddy? <laughs> you want to go, go grab a, a Sammy? A Bergie? A Bergie? A Bergie? <laughs> want to get a little Bergie? Sure. So what is this? Is it the worst year of our lives? So canonically, the worst year of our lives is the year 2000. That's what it was about. Yeah. Th times have changed. Uh, to be fair, the podcast started before the year 2020, <laughs> which was objectively a worse year than the year 2000. Even the year 2000 as it pertains to WCW Nitro, which is saying something. I like that you think people listening now have listened Anyone to, listen to season the one? back catalog. The three years of season one. The, yeah, the, the years of us having almost no structure and having, uh, you know what, I'm going to say it, two joyless cunts um, <laughs> participating in this podcast. A couple of JCs. couple of, not the good JCs either. JC Ice of PG-13. That That's definitely what I meant. Yeah. And not Jesus Christ. I mean, who we saw on the show today. I'm all about... We saw Jesus Christ today? I'm all... <laughs> Yeah, I'm all about segues and tie-ins, cross-brand marketing, synergy. You know me. Synergy. I'm a businessman. Synergy. Synergy? Sin. All orgies are sinful. Synergy. If you're doing them right. Have you had an orgy? No. No. Have you had more than one sexual partner at the same time? No. Me neither. I, uh... Should we look into it? No, because... Yeah, I mean, I'm... there... Uh, well, let me put this to you. There's two of us, and you have a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. You, you can talk to her about it. What if I learn... <laughs> what if I learn how to say devil's triangle in Spanish? Will uh, that seal the deal? <laughs> I don't think so. Triangle de Diablo? Yeah, sure. Sounds, sounds all right. Um, no, I'm, I I will make an openly... An open challenge. Shameful admittance. That you haven't had sex, period. I, I, am a, I am a virgin. Okay. I mean, I haven't put my penis in anyone, but oh. people have put their penises in me. The loophole. Uh, the loophole. The uh, Jesus sex, as we said. JC. Yeah. Um, no, I will openly admit that I don't think I could have a threesome because the pressure to perform the would, pressure. Be too, would be too high. The fucking pressure, Drew. Yeah, yeah no, like, I, I'm with you. I feel... I, as I, actually, I, I feel like this was asked of me on a stream like a week or two ago, like, like Scoot, have you ever had like a three-way or an orgy? I'm like... Have you ever been I, I have... No, have you ever had a threesome? That was the question. Hmm. Have you ever had a threesome? My my response was, I've barely had a twosome. <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine are solos. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready for the ropes course yet. I haven't. Yeah, yeah I've been. <laughs> I'm still hitting off the child's tee. Yeah, I'm I'm teeing off the reds, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really don't think I need the pressure of trying to please two people yeah. when I'm only okay at. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah, one I'm, person. I'm good with disappointing just one. Yeah. We don't need to now, add numbers to the mix. Th that being said, I would absolutely participate in a like a couple having sex, and I sit in the corner and jerk off. You're, as long as I don't have to be yeah. physically involved in what's happening, I could probably do it. You're going cuck. I would cuck. Yeah, no, but like I don't want somebody to watch me. Like. No, I, yeah. No, you're the watcher. Oh, you're, I'm the watcher. You're yeah. the cuck. I could cuck, yes. Yeah. But no, I, no, you're not cucking. You're being cucked. 
No, no, no. Well, yeah, no. But like a couple who just want somebody to watch them have sex. That's yeah. not necessarily cocking. No, it has to That's be... That's just voyeurism. Yeah. Or exhibitionism, depending on the situation. I could do that no problem. Because, like, if I'm sitting in the dark, smoking a cigarette, and jerking off... Then that's fine. I mean, yeah, I could do that without a couple there having sex. <laughs> of course, of course. I would. I feel like I would go to. Uh, I would go to an orgy, but only if I did not participate. Like, yeah. I, I would love to just observe what other people do. Can I buy a ticket to watch? Yeah, I, I just want a ticket to ride. Um, the but yeah, I, I feel like if I'm not involved, I'm definitely more comfortable. Then if sure. it's like, okay, yeah. pull your penis out, maintain full erection for however long this is going to happen. Three hours. And both people have to be happy. And you're like, well, I, then that's making what, me, me unhappy. Yeah. So I don't need to. Yeah. At, yeah. Zero people are happy in that scenario. No one's happy. Yeah. I, I like the ideal scenario is you get, you get to hang out and watch and... The people doing it are down with you hanging out and watching. Yeah, because like it's because there's the other scenario where you go to the orgy and are expected to participate, yeah. and then you say, "I I don't want to. I'm scared. Uh, I'm just gonna watch." And they're like, "Ugh, fine." Well, it's like Borat at that orgy. Yeah. Where it's like, I just want to see what other people are doing, mm -hmm. but not actually like take my penis out. Yeah, and then everyone's kind of like. Resentful yeah, like who's it. this pervert that's trying to get in yeah. on all this? Yeah, like I think more people would be cool with you just watching. Yeah, but yeah, I could a hundred percent do that, no problem. Do not ask me to even get an erection, let alone maintain an erection. I uh, I am five hundred milliliters into my one liter drink and just realize it was not the flavor I thought I bought. <laughs> you, you buffoon. What do you think about that? What did you think you bought? I thought I bought my standard peach and honey. Yes, and you bought a grapefruit? I bought an orange grapefruit. Mm. Luckily, I like orange grapefruit. I've never I've never actually had this flavor. Pomplamousse. It's pretty good. Orange a pomplamousse. It's a uh, boisson à l'eau pétillante, which is a uh, drink of angry water, I believe is how it... Translates. <laughs> That's the exact translation. Uh, maybe petulant. No, no, I, I, actually, it's a drink of petulant water. There you go. Yeah. Noted scholar Scott Henson. That's true. By the way, twelve years of French. It was worth. It. Hey, I'm. I am in fact Scott. This is Drew. Yep. We are roll call completed. We, we, we are Scott and Drew. The Scott and Drew show. Uh, mornings on QMFM. Oh, 103.5? Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, or, adult or, Contemporary? Uh, Jack FM, where we adult, play Adult Contemporary, we except uh, Christmas music all December. Oh, that's... Do you like, do you like that kind of radio no, station? No, I do not like that kind of radio station. No? Do you like... Uh, Follow-up question. Do you like any radio stations? Who the fuck is uh, listening to the radio? Follow-up question. When was the last time anyone listened, listened to, to the radio? I feel like you only listen to the radio if you're poor and work a labor job. That, yeah. That sounds right? right. Like, oh, I I drive a forklift daily, and it plays in the warehouse, and, and the warehouse music is QMFM or yeah. or Jack FM or uh, Z ninety five point three or a, or a different radio or a different station if you don't live in Vancouver, Vancouver. <laughs> or the Fox or uh, CKNW or uh, Sportsnet 
ten forty. That's still yeah. Sports at ten forty. Or uh, what's the what's the golden oldies channel? Uh, C C Isle. C Kyle. C Kyle. <laughs> You're listening to sit to C K Y L C Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all German electro pop <laughs> all the time. <laughs> now that's a station. You know what? I would get back into radio if someone uh, if someone threw C Kyle on there. <laughs> Are you looking up if that exists? I'm, uh, I'm just looking up what the what the stations were. Ah, uh, the the peak. Oh, 1027 the peak. Uh, 104.3. That, that's, that's the most the, palatable. The one. breeze. Oh, I don't know the breeze. I know it's 104.3. News 1130, uh, of course. Uh, CKNW 980. Uh, Sportsnet 650. How about, oh, uh, 93.3 JRFM Country? Uh, 93.7. Pardon me. Good job, jackass. Um, Is there, oh, uh, you know what? Classic rock, rock 101. You know why I had 93.3? Because mm-hmm. 93.3 was the, the Seattle hip-hop station. Uh, okay. Uh, Interesting. Oh, yeah, that's right. We still listen to that on the car rides. Hot FM? Hot FM? Yeah. I hope that this goes in order of popularity and that... uh, And that the country is way down That Rock 101 is after an Asian language channel. (laughs) I don't think it is. Because it's not numerically and it's not alphabetically. Nope. So I hope it just goes by popularity. I mean, that would be very. I feel like there's funny. a good chance there's more old Asian people listening to the radio than people who would listen to Rock 101. That is true. That is very true. I because uh, well no I don't know because Rock 101 now is it used to be 60s 70s 80s. Yeah. Now it's 70s 80s 90s. Imagine. So there's a lot of people that uh, our tw- are around our age that yeah. listen to bad music Correct. and would listen to uh, to rock. Just imagine in the 2030s, it'll be 80s 90s 2000s. Th- that is true. So then all also, of the- also in 2030, 1980 will have been 50 years ago, uh, <laughs> which is insane. Also in 2030, both of us will be dead. In 2030, I'll almost be 30. Almost. I was born on 9-11. I'm a 9-11 baby. I know. I was born (laughs) exactly nine months after (laughs) 9-11. My parents fucked while the towers (laughs) fell. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that makes sense. They're like, we got to get in on this. Oh, no. If the world's going to end, we need to make a baby quick. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They were trying to repopulate the earth. That, you, know my, you know, my parents are heroes. heroes. They you. are heroes. Thank you. <laughs> they brought you into the into this world to protect and it. They from will the future. take me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they brought you into this world to make sure that they don't teach evolution in in school. That's right. And that you don't kill a baby in the womb. Yeah, that's what your parents taught you, and you're sticking to your guns. But if that baby grows up to become an abortion doctor, murder it. Hmm. Yeah. Good job, Texas. You're worse than Alabama. Yeah, I like their how they're constantly struggling <laughs> for for the just, top spot. Just be your own fucking country. Just You want to be it anyways. Just do a new civil war and win. Yeah. <laughs> and they would. Oh, yeah. The South would rise. They have every gun. <laughs> you think that all of the liberals living in big cities would be able to maintain order? They don't even they don't even own cars, most of them. Yeah. Can we I'm trying to think how we would divide America 
post Civil War. I, can you like? Would you go? Because I'm fine area wise. The, the the good guys being much smaller than the rest. Like for good guys, do you just go coast coasts, uh, but East Coast is only Pennsylvania North? Yeah, I think so. I think you could do that. I think like could... if you're like if your state is not on an ocean, you don't get to play. Also, if your state is on an ocean and is named either Carolina, Georgia, or Florida, you also don't get to. Play. What about Louisiana? Although it's not. It's not, it's not ocean, on the. It's not in the ocean. The ocean. It's not. It's not down the ocean. <laughs> it is not down the ocean. It's on a sea. It's on a sea, but the sea is connected to the ocean. I mean, the shin bone's connected to the knee bone, but where does it stop? At the ankle bone. At the ankle bone. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, but th- I, I saw somebody... Are on- there any chill countries in the middle? Uh, countries? countries? Oh. I mean, it would be cool if every state got to be a country. I mean, that's what Europe is. Europe is the size of one state. Europe should be one country. Fight me on this. No, I, I agree with you. I agree. I agree. But I wholeheartedly agree. Are there any cool... Are there any non-coastal states that get to be part of the new America. I feel like Minnesota tries, but they often fail. They, look, they had Prince and Kirby Puckett, but I feel like since then Um, they've gone downhill. Excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry. Jesse the Body Ventura. He is just asking questions. He's just asking (laughs) questions. Um... I mean, Barstool hearsay with Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Montana only has like thirty people. I don't know. I don't like them though. They're they no. But they got buffaloes. I look. I know it's big sky country, and they've got wild mustangs. I know they somehow got their own network series <laughs> <laughs> with John Carroll Lynch, and I was gonna say Lou Diamond Phillips, but he is on uh, Prodigal Son. <laughs> Starring Michael Sheen and some other guy. Ah, uh, the kid that is his son. The kid that, no that, that has knows. done nothing else. Yeah, he's done stuff. You just don't follow his career like I do. I mean, I feel like I was doing pretty good on random network sitcom casting. I, I couldn't ask me what the last network sitcom was I watched. Was it Chicago PD? <laughs> Follow up sh- question. If not, okay, yes or no? No. Was it Chicago Med? No. Was it Chicago Fire? Yes. Ah. <laughs> I I knew you couldn't resist all of Chicago Wednesdays on CBS. Was the last network show I watched House? Wow. Like, it legitimately might have been. Good for you. Because, like... I mean, I'm I'm never quitting on SVU. I mean, I've seen SVU, but I don't watch it all the way. Like, I've watched an episode randomly here and there. Do yourself a favor. No. I'm not doing myself any goddamn favors. I jerk off every day. That's my favor. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I think House might legitimately be the last network show I watched. I can't. Well, like, what what did Fox do after The Simpsons? No, <laughs> I've watched The Simpsons since, since two thousand and one, probably. I've heard Drew say on multiple occasions The Simpsons peaked with season twenty nine. What are they on now? Thirty two. Thirty six. I think either thirty two just finished or is about to finish or thirty one. Mm, we'll see about that. They are minimum season 31. I'm saying 32, though. I'm saying 32 is just wrapping up in here in May of 2021. This is May of 2021? They... I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Uh, Correct. 32... Has happened. Ended... 
now today uh, sunday last sunday next sunday it ended on sunday boom how do you like that and they are assigned for two more you betcha 33 and 34. Those are going to be the good ones. Here's the, yeah. You know how a lot of people say, oh, Simpsons season four is the best. Those are people who haven't seen season 33 yet. Uh, here's an episode where Homer tries to re- reunite a mechanical band from his youth. Uh, I don't know what mechanical band means. I'm thinking like Chuck E. Cheese band, Country ah, Bears, maybe, maybe, Five maybe. Nights at Freddy's. No, 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 because look, uh, Homer now grew up in the 80s. Oh, yeah, I like how their ages have to keep... Oh, not their ages, but their timelines. Their timelines. Because, like, Homer and Marge, like, originally met in the 60s. They met But now they weren't even born in the 60s. No. No. That's a big point of, uh, like, contention amongst a lot of the fan base. Yeah. But then I've heard that the creators have come out and said, like... You know, like, we're honestly just having fun at this point. Like, we're not trying to... We can't to... believe we're still on TV. You know what? I bet you there, there's probably quite a few of them that are just like, uh, man, I wish this would go off the air so I could quit, but it pays way too good for me to quit. Please kill me. Um, I wouldn't... Like, if you had said to me, hey, has this person been a guest voice on The Simpsons? Everyone. I... Like I could pretend to tell you. There are now less people that haven't guest voiced on The Simpsons than have. Yeah, I like... Like more than half of the population has guested on The Simpsons at this point. Which makes me feel all the more left out. Which makes you feel all the more special. Because I do good voices. That Scott, for your birthday, I oh, got you a guest spot on The Simpsons! I, uh, yeah, fucks, 20, yeah, I think, what's season 12, 2000, yes, I've definitely seen season 12, 13, mm. I, here's what I can tell you about 13. Maybe a, maybe some episodes here and there, Drew, but, let me tell you about 13. Can I tell you about 13? Uh, can ha- I finish, can I finish? It has the old man yells at Cloud meme. Really? Yeah, that's season 13. That's shocking right, right that here. it's that late. Anyways, right. continue. Let me tell you about 13. I know for a fact I was not watching regularly by season 13. The reason I know that is because I went unusually out of my way to watch the Treehouse of Horror episode and tape it on VHS uh, for season 13 because it had the Island of Dr. Moreau parody. Right. Yeah. Right. Um... I think I've seen some of 14, which is 2003. I'm sure I've seen some episodes in the teens, but I haven't seen a lot more than I have. I just, Yeah, I just want to see, like, how far I've gone with, like, seeing most episodes. Like, when they were on. I've seen most to 11 or 12. I think 15 is where I drop off. Because I recognize, like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... Maybe like the first nine or ten episodes. Yeah. And then after and then that, it's none. like, I don't There's remember like a hard, these. You I had think. a hard cut in season 15? Pretty much. I mean, huh. the, the midpoint was, it was December, January. So like 2004, I was an angsty 17, 18 year old. And I, I was three. <laughs> definitely wasn't interested in being friendly or nice to anyone or doing anything other than jerking off uh, and playing video games. 2004 so. is when I met you, and uh, you're right. 
2004 is when I met you. Halloween day. Halloween day. Oh, our anniversary is Halloween. I gave you that's five. So, that's so spooky and romantic. I gave you a $5 bill. You said thanks, and then we didn't talk the rest of the day. I was going to say, I do not remember <laughs> talking to you much that I day. I remember. There's too many people. It was, it was like It was our, a huge crew. Yeah, it was a massive group. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, all I remember is Mike and I walk, Mike Tyler and I walking up to you, handing you five dollars each. You saying, "Cool, thanks." You were talking to Kyle, I believe, probably. And then we. Just, I was like, nice. I was nice when I took the five dollars. I wasn't I. Yes, but Scott, knowing you now, compared to knowing you then, I'm sure that as soon as we walked away, you were like, "Who are these fucking faggots?" <laughs> That doesn't sound like Oh, really? Me. Really? No, really? never. I feel like that's exactly Never, it. never, never. Uh-huh. Never. I've never, never seen you do anything it. like that ever before. Um, and then you... I feel assaulted. You let us wrestle in a 10-man tag, yeah. and then we never talked again. <laughs> we never talked again. Never talked again. Like, we, like it's funny, because that show gets referenced a lot. In terms of ro- like your first show, in terms of roster size, because yep. like there are days when we had four people, we yes. had two singles matches where the other two people were the ref and the cameraman. And the cam- there yeah. were there were times where we didn't have enough to have a cameraman. Yes. the camera was literally set up stationary, and you had to make sure that everything you did was like yeah. in the part of that in the middle of the ring. Yeah, and then we look back to. October 31st, 2004, where we had an eight-man tournament, a 10-man tag, and one other match. Yep. Bonkers. And no, no, and we still had, like, other people there that didn't wrestle. Yes. Like, just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, like... Hangers on. The amount of people we had was insane. Yeah. And then fast forward, like, I don't know, three years, four years. Yeah. And we're like, all right, do we have enough to run a show Can we... Physically do a show. Well, a lot of reasons for that. One, people getting injured and not wanting to wrestle anymore. Uh, People getting injured and wanting to be professionally trained so that they stopped getting hurt for no money. And then made millions of dollars (laughs) Millions of dollars. Uh, And then also an influx of Juggalos that then somehow dissipated into nothing. The the Juggalo... uh, Influx and Exodus of 2006 is a is a, a special time in all of our lives. We really should have done. I mean, if if only more than, I guess CJ was like Juggalo adjacent. I'm sorry, he's he was their king. No, he, well, I kind of, but like he wasn't like. When I think of the Juggalos, I think of the other. I mean, you think of the other four-ish or whatever, and he was be- because just friends with because them. they were the only the only thing they identified as was yeah. juggalo. CJ was definitely also a juggalo and one of them. He was just like also a pretty good wrestler. Yeah, and he who, would come by himself. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you know, if t- if more than two of them had been good wrestlers, because mm-hmm. the other three were pretty bad. Yeah. Um, we should have we should have honestly done a, like a, faction? Ju- a juggalo faction for sure invasion. Yeah, and we all had to fight off the juggalos. Absolutely, but unfortunately, only CJ was good, and then Buzz, and yeah. Buzz only had a like a handful, a handful of matches. Yeah, and unfortunately, we had not uh, not that Doc, many not that many J Noxes and Doctor Cron Doc, and Doctor Cron Doctor Cron, and what was the other one? Uh, Aaron Nova. Aaron Nova. One match. Maybe two. I'm not giving them more than two. I won't do it. Maybe two. Yeah. 
Over-unders at one and a half. Mix seven, but he wasn't a juggalo. No, he was just a guy. <laughs> R- ruthless Couldn't even Ra- tell you. Ruthless Randy. No, Rotten Randy. Rotten Randall. Ruthless Randall. What the fuck was his name? Oh, Rotten Rick Randall. Rotten Rick Randall. There was Randall. also a Ruthless Randy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Who yeah, is yeah. enjoying this podcast right now? <laughs> yeah. Who is this for? <laughs> uh, I don't know. For you and me remembering juggalos and jobbers of VCW. That's true. It's probably fun to hear their names. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And then there was... Wasn't there one other guy that had one match? Crimson Crime. Crimson Crime. Ah. <laughs> oh. The good old days. So happy I pulled that. Like the good, good old days. I had days. that lost and loaded for some reason. Is that is that it? I mean, noted uh, VCW superstar Kyle O'Reilly. Of course. Had one match. Yes, he did. Um, was that it for like random one-offs? I think, I I mean, think Br- that's most of the was one-offs. Was it Briggs' brother? No, Pete's brother. Pete's brother. Pete's brother. Yeah. Had like one, two? Two or three. Two or three. Well, because there was the football, there was the football battle royal on the Super Bowl. Or, yes. the, or like the weekend of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then the match against Luke where he ripped his shirt. <laughs> and he was very upset about his shirt getting ripped. Oh, you ripped, you ripped my, my plaid. plaid. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I feel like they they had a couple of other friends that wrestled like one or two matches, right? Yeah. That I don't remember their fucking names. And I met them. They, like I only ever met them at that show. Yeah. All those random weirdos, like one-offs and stuff. Those are the best. Those are the best. Those are fun. Just when, like, I, and I couldn't even tell you how we got in. Like, I don't know where Mick Seven came from. I think he was. Wasn't he on the message board? Oh, maybe he and was. And he like, he's like, hey, can a I, bunch, can and I then come? <laughs> we're like, yeah, you can come, but you got to wrestle Luke. <laughs> he's like, deal. And he's like, oh, okay, right. oh yeah, sure. And then Luke was like, I'm gonna make him my bitch. The gatekeeper, Luke. <laughs> Luke honestly, Luke was the gatekeeper 100%. for sure. For sure. Like, other than wrestling me and Mike, that's who Tyler wrestled. Yeah. Because we we're like, hey, if you can get a good match out of Luke, you can stick around. Because like, that's the test. Luke was always good for one good match. Like, one out of one out of like mm, five might be generous, but like, it's less than ten. Like it's one between- out of eight. Yeah, one out of eight. One out of eight matches, Luke solid, was really good. Solid 12.5%. But then those other seven matches were against uh, Mitch or Mike or, like, you know, and, ran- and random guys showing up for one show. And all got nominated for worst match. Or Tyler. <laughs> yeah, every every match involving Mitch and Luke was, was the worst match of the year nominee. Yeah. Like, if the two of them were in the ring together, it was worst match. It's a contender. Yeah. And pe- people are enjoying this random talk of our backyard I mean, days. O- honestly, right? I am. I'm so. enjoying it. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a fun time. Well, let's talk about pro wrestling news. Mm-mm. Let's talk about John Cena, <laughs> <laughs> who, who said that Taiwan is a beautiful country and then had to apologize to China what? for saying that Taiwan was a country. What a fucking sellout bitch. <laughs> like, I, I honestly hadn't, like, it's not like I think of John Cena or, like, care about his wrestling or, like... I never. I don't. You sure own a lot of his merchandise for I, someone who's talking. I about have that. a closet full of every color of his. You're shirts. wearing a purple and yellow full John Cena ensemble. Hustle, right now. loyalty, respect, baby. Hat, shirt, for shorts, shoes, wristbands. I don't think the purple was hustle, loyalty, respect. I think the green was hustle, loyalty, respect. Yeah. I believe the purple was never give up or. Purple might have been never give up or just like a big C. Oh, the C nation. C nation. C nation. Uh... But like yes, I honestly don't really think of John Cena very much at all. Like you he, think of him a lot. Like other than just like uh, like oh Cena's in another movie or TV show. Like okay, cool, whatever. But like I don't think I had 
any respect for him like or like but i didn't have any disrespect for him like he was so insignificant but now that i think about him and it's like what a fucking pussy like i literally have no fucking respect for him that you're you're literally apologizing to a country for something that doesn't even matter to anyone other than them. Well, it doesn't even matter, but that country is about to pay, I'm going to say, $700 million to see Fast 9. That is true. So that's, like, that's the reason. Oh, yeah, so, like, yeah, 100%. I understand the reason. I don't have to respect the reason. No, or respect China. Or respect China. Or, or respect Cena. And you can't spell China without Cena. That is true. You're just adding H. That is true. John China. John China. Uh, how, about, how about John Chinese? <laughs> John Chinese, and I'm only going to do one of them. <laughs> oh, you no see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no see penis so small. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... No, no respect for him at all. Don't give a shit. I'm like, I'm glad he's if, like, if he's in Vancouver, and I swear, swear to God, if I saw him, I would just call him like so many awful things and then run away. He, yeah, he's been in Vancouver. Like, he's been sort of trapped in Vancouver, kind of, kind of, because he's filming Peacemaker, Peacemaker the yeah. series, yeah, and. Like, there are things he, like, wants to go do in the U.S., but if he does it, it's like... It fucks up the whole show. It's like four weeks of quarantining, so it's not worth it and fucks up the show. I would like to backtrack my statement of running away. John Cena can't run, so... (laughs) He physically can't run. I wouldn't run. But also, I can't run. So, (laughs) I would... So, we'll call it a draw. I would just draw attention and say that he was bashing me for being gay. (laughs) John Cena hates gays. Uh, and also takes it in the pooper from China. Yeah, like I, I know I know a guy who knows a guy who I think worked on set on Peacemaker and said that John Cena was very nice. But J- I don't care. Not friend of the show Jordan Vasquez. Well, did background on. Oh yeah, and uh, said that he was very nice. And like I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's still a coward. But also he's a total fucking coward and a sellout. Yes. Like he's very close to getting to Ice Cube levels of sellout. Like, oh, do you think he'll probably never pass Ice Cube? Are they are they tapping him for Are We There Yet three? They could be. P.S. Did they do an Are We There Yet three? I don't know. I know they did two. They did Are We There Yet and Are We Done Yet, which is actually a very funny sequel title. Like yes. they're kind of admitting, like, can you even believe this? Yeah. <laughs> a little better than the people at Now You See Me, or A Quiet Place, or A Quiet Place. There is still hope, however, for the. Fast and Furious after this one, if they get their shit together and name it Fast 10 Your Seat Belts. That's not going to happen, Scott. But it's so good. It's not going to happen. It's so good. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but it's not going to happen. But it's so good. It would appear that there was an Are We There Yet TV show that he was on. Wow! There, Just when you think Ice Cube couldn't be a bigger sellout, there, there, there's a ride along three coming. They're doing another. I think two might be another reboot of War of the Worlds, but instead of Tom Cruise, it's, it's Ice Cube. It's Ava Longoria, no longer Parker, and Ice Cube. Oh, uh, her and Tony, no good. Uh, no, they they got divorced a while ago. So sad. Um, and then is no, she still was, hot? I think she's pretty good. She's pretty good for a woman in her. I don't know. What is she? Seventy? I think she's seventy-four years old. Yeah, she's she's probably okay. 
just show me the fucking Are We There Yet TV show. Uh, it was on TBS. Of course. of course. There there's like a lot of it had Lil Bow Wow. Love it. There's a lot of secret shows on TBS. Oh, Terry Crews. Who like who no one knows, but like TBS has tons of original programming. Yeah. That no one's ever That's seen. That's not for us. But but some is. Some is like eh. I I th- like if I told you that Jim Gaffigan yeah. has had seven different shows on TBS. I would believe it. Yes. Yeah. What was that one? My Boys? My Boys? Yeah. I don't know. What are you talking about, My wasn't, Boys? Wasn't there a My Boys? Uh, sure. I bet there was. I don't know. That, I don't know, man. What, 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 what are you searching for? If Ava Longoria is hot? Yeah, I'm just trying to find a more recent picture of her. Sofia Vergara is better, right? In yeah. T- in terms of uh, network Latinas? Yeah. Latin exes, <laughs> Latin exes, female Latin exes, Lenexes. Uh, I don't know which which. What's the most recent picture of her? Maybe this one. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, she's good for good. her. Pretty good. You don't know what you're missing, Tony Parr. I guess you do know what you're missing is you're married and fucked for a while. Uh, correct. So maybe she's a, maybe she's. A, well, I guess. I guess all hot women are bad lays, right? Yeah, probably. Because who are they trying to impress? I don't know. I feel like it it depends on what their personality is. Yeah. Because I feel like there are some hot women that like genuinely have cool personalities. Yeah, but like three of them. I would love to get down and dirty with Charlize Theron because I Mm. feel like she's super cool. She seems fun. And would probably like be really fun. She seems fun. Yeah. You're right. But at the same time, like I wouldn't want to have sex with Jennifer Aniston. But only in the makeup from Monster. Of course, is that even a question? Goes without saying. Is that even a question? I'm an Eileen Wernos man. Well, hope you got a pipe. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's coming up relatively soon. Monster two. Yeah. Yes, Monster (laughs) two. How do you think they're gonna handle the sequel? Well, I guess you find another monster. <laughs> you find another monster. Who was the... Oh, Patty Jenkins, right. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Monster, Arrested Development. Yep. Two episodes of what, Entourage. What did she play on Arrested Development? Uh, no, she directed. Oh, this is directing, sorry. Yeah. I mean, she did also play on Arrested Development. Was she? Yeah, she played in MRF. Mm. Mentally retired female. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Monster. Uh, she directed episodes of Arrested Development. Uh, directed episodes of Entourage. Directed episodes of The Killing. Then good show. Uh, then she did legit good show. Wonder guys, Woman. watch The Killing. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Cleopatra. Sorry, is this? Are these things that Charlize Theron has directed? No. Patty Jenkins. Who's Patty Jenkins? Who directed Monster? <laughs> I was on Charlie's Theron. Ah. <laughs> Patty Jenkins did not play an MRF. Okay, in Arrested that, Development. that Charlie's makes... Theron did. Okay, good. Patty Jenkins is not on air talent. She has been in one episode of the Sarah Silverman program. You know what? I've seen it as then. Jill Talley. But know. no, Jill Talley's a person. Jill Talley's like an actor from Mr. Show. Jill Talley would have been on 
the Sarah Silverman. I'm program. looking at Patty Jenkins. What the fuck it is says going actress, on? Actress, one credit as Jill as Talley. As Jill Talley. On the Fetus Don't Fail Me Now episode. You know, I'm going to ask you to look up that episode and see if Jill Talley is on that episode. Sorry, was that Fetus Don't Fail Me Now? Yeah. That's very funny. Sarah Silverman program, also a good show. Watch that. Guys, two recommendations for today. We're going to come back next week and you're going to tell me about them. I want to hear your thoughts on the killing and the Sarah Silverman program. She'll tell you he's not on it. Not on this Weird. episode. Why did Patty Jenkins play Jill Talley? Wouldn't tell you. That's so weird. Who's? Oh boy, we get we get Gal Gadot as uh, Cleopatra. I don't love Gal Gadot. So I guess she's only directing movies starring Gal Gadot in powerful female Star- leads. Starring Zionists. A hundred percent. Cool. I am. I. I really never need to look at Gal Gadot again. No. Um. How about? It- Gal, no, can't do it. I like where you're going. I like where your head's at. I'm gonna give you a partial credit for that, even though you didn't say it. What if you replace the second G with an F? <laughs> uh, breaking news from the from the no context scoot Twitter. Uh, a thing I apparently said. See, these are all unconfirmed things. I don't remember saying any of them, so I didn't. Because that's how I choose to see reality. Sure. Uh, but apparently I might have said at some point, keep some defensive wounds. I mean, we want to make this look plausible, guys. Have you guys never murdered your girlfriend before? <laughs> well, true. Oh, follow by, oh, a, another breaking tweet right now. This is the, an exclusive to uh, six days ago <laughs> when you guys are listening to this. Uh, all capitals. <laughs> Is there a sign on here that says dead furry storage? (laughs) (laughs) That does sound like something I say. I was going to say, do you remember saying that one? I don't. Again, I couldn't tell you the context. I'm not going to find out from this Twitter because it's no context scoot. That's true. uh, I do see myself saying that. I could see you saying that. Yeah. Want to go to the wrestling? Sure, we can go to the wrestling. WWF in your house twelve solid preamble. It's what would you rate the preamble? Vader time. Now I'm now I'm interrupting your intro. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. How would you rate the preamble? Uh, Do you feel good? Out of what? Uh, On a scale of one to ten, with six being the highest, I give it an eight. Four. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Write in and tell us which one of us you think liked it more, (laughs) based on that weird system. I, I I enjoy us talking about things that are only for the two of us. For us. Yeah. Like that's that's a very interesting idea for a podcast is is recording specific subject matter that's that of is only no like only <laughs> sort of like inside jokes for you yep. and yourself. Like that no one else is even going to know what you're talking about. But they'll listen to the whole goddamn thing. I think that's a good podcast for lonely people who listen to podcasts as a surrogate for hanging out with friends. Yes. Which, uh, last I checked, is uh, 90-100% of our demographic. (laughs) What are you furiously writing down? Just making a note for a thing I don't want to forget to say. Fair enough. Uh, Okay, In Your House 12, it's not... Fader time. So here's the thing with the uh, in your house naming scheme. They'll name them several months in advance so they can sell tickets to them and have 
a name of the thing that they're selling tickets to. So as of the time that the December 1996 In Your House was named, uh, the intention was for it to be named It's Vader Time because Vader was going to beat Shawn Michaels for the world heavyweight title. And here we are in December 1996 with it now renamed to It's Time. I believe the worst named in your house of any of them. I agree. And don't give me any of that beware of dog shit. <laughs> Yeah. Or Revenge of the Taker. <laughs> Revenge of the Taker is pretty. Fucking you know what? Bad. Revenge of the Taker is the worst. Of them. I'm sorry. It's worse than its time. But uh, yeah, with uh, how about this Tuesday in Texas? Not in your house, but a bad one. That's a bad one, though. Uh, it's no great balls of it's, fire. It's no great balls of fire. But uh, capital punishment. It's right. December to dismember. Yeah, that one's kind of embarrassing. I mean, there's a lot of embarrassing. There's ones. a lot of bad ones. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, and here we are, uh, Vader nowhere to be seen. Because. Not on the show. Too fat? No. Oh. Because Sean didn't like the way that he was working stiff, so he got him fucking blackballed. Yeah, Sean's like, I'm not losing the title of this fat piece of shit, and Vince is like, yeah, he is fat. Yeah, <laughs> you're give it... right. Who's the tallest guy, Sid? Let's give it to him. Give it to him. And then he can have a really weird title match on this show. And a really weird title run. It's two months. He... Beats Sean, and then at the next major show, loses back to Sean. Well, kind of whole thing was kind of pointless. Uh, just to move by rates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pay per view buys. PPVBs. Um. All right. So, what's your prediction for the buys on Mayweather Paul? Um, eleven T billion. Will it be the? most bought pay-per-view of all time i think yes because people want to see jake paul get his ass kicked i think logan it's, i think it's logan, logan paul I, either way kicked. you're right yes yeah they they definitely want to see him get their, his ass kicked the good thing he's fighting against the most defensive minded boring defensive fighter mr win on points yeah. floyd Mayweather. that being said like floyd could easily knock him out but I think Floyd's going to be afraid to get hit. Floyd's going to so win I a 12-round decision be, or I think however many rounds they yeah. go. For sure, it's going to be a letdown. Yeah. You can't, but can't it, be, it, it's going to make over a billion dollars. Which 900 million of it goes directly to Floyd. That's correct. Oh, what did I say? Uh, Tyson Fury and... Anthony, Anthony Joshua was who he and wanted. And Joshua. That's who he wanted to fight. In Saudi Arabia. That's who he wanted to fight. Okay. But they're making him have a rematch with Deontay Wilder first. Is that in Saudi Arabia? Because it was Arabia? contractually obligated to do so. Okay, is that the one in Saudi Arabia? No. They, okay. The one that was going to be against Anthony Joshua in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But now before that can he happen, has to do he Wilder. has to fight Deontay Wilder. Anyway, the Saudi Arabia Although one. maybe the Deontay Wilder fight's also in Saudi Arabia. Like, who, who fucking who knows? Who knows? But, anyway, but the Saudi Arabia one, both guys guaranteed $75 million. Yeah, of course. Because there's so much fucking Saudi money. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's the second one, but where's the third one? Oh, uh, no. Fury Wilder is in J uh, Vegas in July. Okay. And then, and then presumably, the, presumably Fury Joshua. I mean, there later. is a chance that Tyson Fury loses, though. Yeah, there is. Maybe Wilder will not wear a 100-pound <laughs> entrance gear and get gassed out on the way oh, to the ring. That was so you funny. You silly... Silly goose. That was so fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, why would you fucking do that, you <laughs> dumb bastard? You fucking dumb bastard. Um, 
I guess. You well, dumb bastard. It's a sailboat, not a schooner. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. You know what? <laughs> there is no Easter Bunny. Ethan Supley calling a little girl a dumb bastard in Mallrats is one of the yeah. funniest things yeah, yeah, yeah. ever in film. It's so funny. Oh, bad news. Apparently the Crown Prince is very sad that they didn't get to have Joshua versus Fury in July. Or in August. Wow. Oh, real For, First world problems, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, looks like they, they, they want them to fight August 14th. But if he's fighting Deontay Wilder a month, a month a after month Bastille before, Day, I don't. That's not a lot of recovery think time. He's going to be allowed to, but also, is there rules in professional boxing commissions in the Middle East? The answer may surprise you. May surprise you. <laughs> yes, they're oh, stricter than America. You know what? That did surprise me. <laughs> I was right. Uh, so we in your house it's time. As last episode, we said we were uncertain about. Uh, oh, I remembered a thing. Shut up for a while, Drew. <laughs> Did you turn your mic off? <laughs> yeah, I I realized. I don't that... need to take this kind of abuse. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I will make it up to you sexually. Um, now I forgot. No, it's back. <laughs> it's back. It's fine. I realize I've been slacking in my keeping people up to date on whose house. I saw yes. each pay-per-view at. Yes. So I feel like I fell off uh, it went in July because didn't see it anywhere because I was out of town. So right. going back to uh, September in your house, Mind Games would have been at Hussein Sunderji's. Okay. And October, Buried Alive was at Andrew Poole's. The amazing athlete. The, the outstanding athlete. Outstanding athlete. And December, it's time, feels like it was also at Andrew Poole's. We, oh. Yeah. What was the special occasion to do two? Don't know. Well, it was it, was, it wasn't two in a row because it was October December. Right. Uh, Survivor Series was my house. Hmm. Special treat. Special treat. Anyway, so now we're up to date. Everyone can uh, can fill in their uh, their almanacs. I I think I asked you this before, like you may. in the history of our friendship, but definitely not on this podcast, and definitely not in most more recent years. Okay, you've lived in that house your whole life, no. or like the majority of your life. No, well, ma- majority, yes, okay. whole life, no. Okay, um, zero to uh, six. Other house, six onward current house where was the other house uh in uh kitsilano uh balaclava and 14th oh balaclava yeah you were a street thug i was a street thug uh you you and farouk and ahmed johnson came from the same the same streets that's true i have now i have now doxed my old house of rome uh so yes we were having the discussion on whether or not we were going to get any more free-for-all matches because the rest of them are listed as dark yeah, uh, this one we're getting him. This one had a dark and then another dark, and the second dark was, was on the free, free for all. Yeah, and I, I looked through future ones. There's a few more matches we get. Okay, I hope they're weird and interesting because oh, I like seeing. I tell weird you what, things. we do get that we thought we weren't getting. We're getting a new blackjacks at some point. Oh, okay. Is it a dark, dark free for all? It's a free. It's see? a free for all. Sick. Yeah, I'm. I'm, in, I'm interested in that. 
this one was uh, young upstart Rocky Maivia. Announced from the South Pacific. I mean, that's kind of true, It's I guess. not. He's <laughs> not from there. That's where his grandfather and mother are Is from. Is that how announcing works? Should I be announced from Germany? Are you German? <laughs> <laughs> what threw you off? I don't know. The, My hair, the, eyes, and politics? The, the constant saluting. <laughs> and, I'm a patriot. And high-stepping. <laughs> And you're distrusting of anyone with a large nose. And my strong support of Palestine. Yes. Uh, Versus the, I guess, recently-ish debuted. Or like recently getting put on television. Pretty recent, yeah. Uh, Salvatore Sincere, which of course was the, is is the future Tom Brandy. And future-er Patriot. The Patriot. Uh, but not the Patriot you see on WWE, which we will get to in 97. Soon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Think not... we get a flag match with Brett? You do. Yeah. And he's also in the Survivor Series match, is he not? Heart Foundation versus Alliance, oh, yeah. Alliance or whatever? Probably, yeah. It's like Patriot, Austin, Gold Dust, someone? Yeah. Maybe? Something like that. Um, not Honestly, not a lot going on. Like, Rock's super green... Uh, yeah. Sincere is not. I, I love all his like crazy island mannerisms. Yeah, the dancing, the like yeah. flailing, the like yeah, a lot of arm movements, a lot of like kicks to nothing. Yeah. Um, Sincere is kind of bad, sorta. He is also jack. Yeah, he's very he's very much on the gas. Like, like Tom Brandy's not that big a guy naturally. Not really. He's huge here. Yeah, he's, he is gas. He's very gassed. Um, there was a lot of hint of sincere, just kind of like overselling things like a jackass. Oh, there was a good one. Like roll, rolling around too much or flopping. Like, I think he takes like a big, like a big rock punch. He takes a bump and then sort of fish out of waters himself onto the bottom rope and then falls to the floor when for there, there was no the, reason. There was the caught in the ropes seesaw punches. Yeah. Oh God, those were terrible. Which, because they were too slow. Yeah. <laughs> the seesawing was too slow. And he was too big to be doing it. And he was them. too big. Yeah. And then the last punch, yeah. He did like the weirdest like oversell to finally fall through the ropes to the apron to the floor. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, so yeah, again, not not really a lot going on in the match. Uh, Sincere misses like a running shoulder tackle in the corner and hits the ring post. Uh, Rocky picks him up and gives him the, his finisher, his finishing move, the, the shoulder, breaker. shoulder breaker. And as he do as he's doing it, it it looks like he it, like explodes his own ankle. Oh yeah, like he wasn't ready to put all that weight on his thigh. <laughs> he and surprised then just himself. Like oh my god, my ankle. So after he hits that, he goes for the pinfall. Cornette, who manages Sincere. Yeah, did we mention that Cornette is with Sincere? Weird. It sounds like Cornette is more against. Rocky than with Sincere. Does he want Rocky to die, Rocky die? I think he wants Rocky to die, Rocky, because he offered to manage Rocky and Rocky turned him down. Right. And now he, I think now he just manages anyone who who's, fights who's Rocky. wrestling Rocky. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, there is, so as he, as he going for the pinfall, Cornette slides in the ring, <laughs> goes to stand, or when he goes to stand up, Rocky Rock also stands him. up. Cornette throws the racket and takes like his big 
you know, his normal cornet, like, kick your legs up, take a bump. But, like, not even from getting hit. Just, yeah, just from just being from, scared from of Rocky. seeing the rock see him. Uh, this is a, a immediately a disqualification. Yeah, like, no contact. Like, Didn't do anything. On, honestly, this is what should be a disqualification, because if it was a real fight, yeah. if someone ran into the octagon in UFC, it would probably be a disqualification. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but normally, in wrestling rules, it's not, like, you, like... A third party could run into the ring waving a gun around, but as long as no one touches each other, it's fine. And uh, an emphasis on getting in the ring. Yes. Because that will come up later twice. You are very correct. But the rules today seem to be uh, third guy in the ring, get out of here, DQ, over. Well, like I had hypothesized, maybe free-for-all matches have their own set of rules and standards and practices. I did like your special free-for-all rules. So you can can do certain things on the pay-per-view, but in free-for-all matches, not going to fly. Yeah. I like how it's a tighter ship... On the pre-show <laughs> than, on than the, the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. <laughs> now they, you know, they want to make sure that people are tuned in for the free-for-all. Guess so. They like the rules. <laughs> so this one uh, is from WCW's territory. We're in the southeast, baby. Of West Palm Beach, Florida. WPB. Uh, you get J.R. Vince and Lawler doing commentary. WPB. Wet pussy, comma, black. JR is... Sort of not heel anymore, but he definitely has some moments. Is this where I told you to write down JR? Uh, Later, but you can say it now if you want. I will say it now. This is where I told you to write down JR is Pete Holmes. This is during the Leaf Cassidy flash fight. It's applicable to the whole show. Yeah. Uh, So, what I meant by that was you know Pete Holmes' bit of when a telemarketer calls and he answers the phone, Hello! And they ask for, is Mr. Pete Holmes there? He's like, this is she. Um, and then he fucks with the telemarketer. Scrum downstairs, downstairs. <laughs> fucks with the telemarketer for uh, 20 minutes, not letting them get a word in. And then when he finally gets tired of saying diarrhea over and over, the, the, the well, not telemarketer, but person on the other end of the phone finally gets a word in to uh, let Pete Holmes know that his credit card has been <laughs> stolen. And then Pete has to get into serious mode. Very but he, slowly. But he, yeah, but he, can, he can't just, you know, turn on a dime. He's got to, like, wind it down. Uh, you know, uh, you know, go down a bit a ramp from from crazy woman scrubbing on her downstairs to Pete Holmes, whose credit card has been stolen. So that's what Jim Ross is doing with his heel transition back to face. <laughs> he can't just show up today and be good old Jr. He still has to be like kind of testy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he's he's like much more of a professional announcer than he was last time we saw him. And I'm pretty sure next time, his next time we see him is going to be February. He's, he's just yeah. full face and, in February. And next time is just him and Jerry Lawler. Yeah. As, so, as read, yeah. So. February, it's going to be like nothing happened. Well, maybe nothing did happen. You don't know. Maybe it did. You don't know. Maybe it's a Holocaust situation. Um, You couldn't even go that many dogs if you wanted maybe. to. Maybe. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um... So the first match on the pay-per-view is Leaf Cassidy, a.k.a. Albert... P.S. I would love... Albert Snowden. I would love to kill that many dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not hard. They're stupid and do whatever you tell them. I would them. love to do a dog accost. You can beat up a dog and it 
continuously loves you. It will still. That's why Kelly is still friends. Yeah, it'll with still us. lick your hand or balls <laughs> or balls. Uh, Leaf Cassidy, also known as Albert Snow, versus Flash Funk, aka Two Cold Scorpio, aka Potential Murderer. <laughs> Two Cold Scorpio. Uh, not that he might be a murderer, that he could have been a murderer, but didn't. Might have been somebody else's Flash Funk. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, we did not know. We we watched the Dark Side of the Ring on uh, WCW Collision in North Korea, Korea. And, and did not know that Two Cold Scorpio almost murdered road warrior hawk with a shiv that he made out of metal chopsticks mm-hmm. uh until until voice of reason chris benoit stepped in and said hey maybe don't do murder in north korea be like me and do it in atlanta <laughs> to be fair i got nothing he's he, he's he's uh he's a murderer <laughs> Uh, so we noted that Al came down with some cool beads in his hair. Yep. Or, sorry, Leaf Cassidy. Uh, then when Flash Funk comes out, does a bunch of dancing with his, uh, Funkettes. It goes without saying, but his gear is so good. His his gear is rad. I I mean, it looks like uh, something I would never want to wrestle in. No, no, no. But it looks amazing. Yeah, like, I want whoever made that gear to make all of my gear forever. As Flash Funk. As Flash, so be it. (laughs) Uh, if that's the only gear they can make, I'll wear it. As Flash comes down to ringside, he gets Vince to dance. So Vince begins to dance like he's one of the bros. Very cute. Uh, adorable. Um, match was pretty good. It's good. They I mean, a it's, lot of fun two, stuff. it's two very capable workers. Yeah. Um, Al Sin- or Leaf Cassidy is... Almost main eventing one of the first ECW pay per views. Um, a year and change, ninety eight. Yeah, I guess it is a year and change. Yeah. Um, and Scorpio's been WCW, and then and ECW. then ECW, then WWF, back then to ECW, back to ECW, then back to WWF. Yeah, because he's then he's too cold Scorpio in That's the right. Job Squad. Yeah, and he teams with Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Scorpio and Funk were team. Yep. Um. There is unfortunately a very obvious botch of Flash Funk trying to <sighs> springboard from the apron up to the top rope. Yeah, and he just sort it. of doesn't plant his legs right, any trips, and then he gets back. To but the he gets back rope. up to the second to the no, he gets back up to the top rope. But oh yeah, Leaf Cassidy sort of like has to like uh, stand. He can't just stand where, there like a goon. So he, pun- he punches his butt. Which doesn't do anything. Which Scorpio no sells because he wants to do his move. So he still does the moonsault. He it was it was a moonsault. Or was like a one eighty cross. It was one eighty cross body. Yeah, yeah. one eighty cross body that overshoots Cassidy over his head, <laughs> which then sort of results in Cassidy still taking the bump. So it looks like he gives him a Samoan drop. Yes, that is exactly what it looked like, um, and was not the intention. Then, um, there was a very good um, run in the corner. Uh, whip him into the corner, up and over, catch him for head scissors into the into the ring. But Al uh, Cassidy like sits down, and Flash Funk goes like face first between his legs. Yeah. Um, then there was a crazy belly to belly over the top to the floor. To the floor, and he like took the by, bump on the by floor. Cassidy to Flash Funk. Yeah, he took the took the full bump. Uh, then Cassidy does a somersault plancha. Yep. 
then when they get back into the ring, Cassidy does a dragon clutch for all of three seconds and then realizes it's not working. Probably the first one ever done in WWE. I mean, 100%, I would think so. Um, then uh, they, they brawl around a bit more. Uh, Cassidy goes to the floor. Uh, Funk does a massive running... Uh, take her dive over the yeah. top, but we only get to see the camera the very on the end of it. outside looking at Cassidy. Yeah, we don't actually get to see the Scorpio running off the ropes to do the jump. We don't see him, and jump. we're like, okay, the replay, 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 and then we're like, okay, we'll get a replay at the end of the match. Like, nope, nope, never. no replays. It's a secret. Nothing. Um, then Scorpio, or sorry, Flash Funk puts him down in the ring. It goes up top, does a huge moonsault. Moon uh, but, but Cassidy kicks out it too. Yep. Uh, then they, you know, they brawl around a bit more. Uh, then Scorpio, uh, I'm going to always call him Scorpio. Fla Flash <laughs> yeah. Funk uh, um, goes up, hits the 450 splash, looks great. Yep. Sort of lands legs first, but L it's still... A little bit in these, but it was good. Yeah, he's a, he's got thick thighs. He's got big old thick thighs. And I hear big, they save lives. Uh, also, uh, a massive dunk. Um, and yeah, and, that, and that's finished. Like, yeah, match we, is we, really we good. We comment on, on both his DSLs and DSD. DSD. His dick sucking dick. Uh, a dick that was made for sucking. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, if it wasn't for the minor botch, this would be like an, a very good match. Yeah. But just like that one small botch. Yeah, like like just two two good guys uh, wrestling and ahead of its time WWF style. Yeah. Yeah. Not ahead of its time for wrestling in general because like... Everywhere else was like, doing... You know, New Japan's got Liger versus Otani going on right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they're not ahead of the whole curve, but definitely ahead of the WWF curve. Yeah. Um, next up continues the ridiculous trend of WWF tag team title matches, heels versus heels. Third in a row! Fourth? No, can't be. I won't hear of it. Oh, yeah, I guess the other one was Guns Donna's. Yeah. Oddly, so, oddly faced Donna's gun, guns, Owen and Bulldog, guns, Owen and Bulldog. This one, yep, great. You betcha. Uh, Since so, September, Owen haven't Hart seen a face in a tag. Actually, no, haven't seen a face in a tag title match since probably May because the guns body Donna's match was non-title. Correct. Aha, you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. Um, they so Owen Hart and Bulldog defending the titles against Fake Diesel and Fake Razor Ramon. Yep. Um, the like there isn't a lot. Again, there isn't really a lot that happens in this match. Like it was, Fake Diesel is fine. Like I feel like Glenn Jacobs had a lot of the Kevin Nash mannerisms down as best as he could, but his weren't overly exaggerated. However, whereas. Rick Bogner. Rick Bogner. Big Titan. Uh, he had the Razor Ramon mannerisms down, but they were like over the top comic. They were cartoony, silly. yeah. Like super, like really exaggerated. It was Razor the... Ramon pantomime. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking, it's annoying and awful. However, he did a very cool pump handle suplex. Yes, he did a very cool pump handle suplex. I'll give him that. Don't see a lot of those. Which you well, got it from watching but, those Japanese tapes. Those Jap tapes. Um, at some point, Piroff and Cybernetico walk down the entranceway. And look at them. And look at them. But then the referee just kicks them out and they leave. Luckily, no one else walks down during this Never. match. Never. Um, so Diesel 
goes to press slam Owen and just sort of mistimes the jump and press. Yeah. But luckily for them, they cut away to Stone Cold Steve Austin running down and attacking The timing the couldn't have been perfect. They're like, they're about to blow a like, spot. Yeah, like, you, you can see <laughs> that Diesel tried to lift him and Owen didn't and jump. And it's not going. And you can see that it's not going to go all the way up, but luckily... Boom, Steve cut, Austin in the aisle. Boom, Steve Austin in the aisle, <laughs> jumping the bullet. So, uh, apparently, and then Bulldog and Austin, like, brawl on the floor next to the ring, which apparently is not a DQ because it wasn't in the ring. That's correct. Uh, this, at this point... Or it's pay-per-view rules. Or it's pay-per-view rules, yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, this is where they get uh, Babyface uh, in peril, Owen Hart, as always. Which you called before the match. Which I 100% called. Because, like, that's... Because what else are you going to do? That's what they do. Uh, this is when Razor does the pump handle uh, yes. suplex. And also, like, this match, and really all of them, they, like, they bum me out about Owen because he's so good. He's so good. I like him better than Brett. Yeah. He's more entertaining, for yeah. sure. Like, the thing is, he, yes, he's also very technical, but he's a lot flashier. He's more dynamic. He, he does more entertaining maneuvers. Yeah. Like, what's the most entertaining thing Brett does? Gets, getting whipped chest first into the buckle. Owen does that too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, maybe Brett's like the best grappling wrestler. And if that's your style, cool. But Owen does like like kicks and off the top stuff and like takes stupid bumps. Yeah. O so. Owen was my guy. In uh, WWF, in your house, the video game never played it on PC. Never played it. It was it was in the style of WrestleMania the arcade game. It was like the sequel to that that nobody played. It might was it only on PC? Like I don't even think it was on consoles. WWF in your house. PlayStation. Incorrect. PlayStation, PlayStation. and uh, Sega it, Saturn. Ah, it wasn't on consoles that I played. Therefore, it was not on consoles. It in was not house. on N64, Dreamcast, or PS2. Therefore, I don't know about it. Gotcha. But I had it on PC. And it was... I feel like it was not a good game. <laughs> but, I would say probably not. But Owen Hart was my guy in that game. Uh, it was a wrestling game in the normal sense as it is heavily influenced by Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You do like Mortal Kombat-esque button combos. Gotcha. Yeah. There was only 10 playable wrestlers. Which is more than many of the arcade game. Bret Hart, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, uh, all returning from WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, as well as new additions, Owen Hart, British Bulldog, Goldust, Ahmed Johnson, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, mm -hmm. uh, Vader, and the Ultimate Warrior. Vader, yeah, Vader and Owen were my guys. Who was fired prior to release of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, early in development, Jeff Jarrett was planned to be a part of the roster oh. and was even filmed for the game. However, when he left WWF in early 1996 over a contract dispute, his character was scrapped. In-game in in commentary was Vince McMahon and Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Jarrett loves having contract disputes with WWF. Well, he's uh, he, he was kind of a bitch back then. He left over one in 1996 and then left over a big one in 1999. <laughs> but we did get TNA from that. So You know what? Because it's of a that... Win. We got TNA. Because of that, we got years of entertainment and waiting for a party to celebrate them dying that will never, never happen. Um, so, Owen, eh, babyface in peril, Owen Hart. Uh, we get the old catch my foot Enziguri uh, double down for the hot tag. Once they get back in the ring, Bulldog sort of kicks everyone's ass. Yep. He backs Diesel up into a corner. 
Owen, assuming that Owen is going to back Razor up into the, the opposite, opposite corner. corner. However, Owen goes to Good. the corner next to him. So Bulldog has to drag. Like, oh, I guess we'll go over here, Owen. Corner. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, this leads to like kind of a cool but kind of a weird spot where yeah, they so they so Owen and Bulldog whip their opponents at each other, uh, but uh, Razor reverses it. Razor reverses, and so Owen goes running at Diesel. Owen does a crossbody at Diesel. Diesel catches him. Bulldog then drop kicks the whole mess of them, and they fall over the top. Yeah, very cool, but it's also fun. sloppy. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um. Then, uh, yeah, so they go to the floor. Bulldog uh, goes to work on Razor. Diesel runs at Owen on the floor and moves, and it's the post. Yeah. Uh, as we're back in the ring, Razor is up on uh, Bulldog, and the finish fucking ruled. Great finish. Yeah, the, like, the, shockingly yeah, the, great The finish, finish was pretty amazing. So Razor, uh, Bulldog picks him up for the, for the power slam. Yeah. He slides down behind him. Gives him like something, I don't know, like, a, boots like or a boots or bad razor punches or something. Could be bad razor punches. Uh, pulls him in for the razor's edge. He does the big taunt. Meanwhile, Owen gets back up and springboards over the top into the ring. Yeah. Runs at him and hits a spinning It's his back new kick. finisher, the spinning heel kick. Spinning heel kick, <laughs> uh, which results in Bulldog rolling through in a jackknife. Straight into a jackknife. Uh, one, two, three. Awesome. Beautiful. Rules. Look great. So good. Yeah. So that definitely saved the, the rest of the match. Because the rest sure. of the match was really nothing. was whatever. Uh, With three different people wandering down the aisle. <laughs> yes, yeah. two guys doing nothing, and one guy who just hates anyone who's associated with the Hart family. Yeah, uh, like us, like us, bunch of phonies, bunch of fucking phonies. Uh, so next in the ring is Vince. He brings out Ahmed Johnson, who is whatever back from being injured again or from hurting someone and being punished, or who fucking knows. Uh, Ahmed wearing le- a less ridiculous costume than last time, just wearing a blue tracksuit. Blue tracksuit. I mean, it's a good look. It's just not as loud as some yes. of his other uh, stuff. I had said to Scott, looking at him, doesn't his arms look weirdly puffy? Yeah, like, like he's he's padded a, them. He's a big, muscly guy, but the arms look too big. Like the loose tracksuit was tight around the bicep and elbow. So the best we figured was he was wearing his elbow pads, even though he doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's right. But you gotta get your gear on, I guess. But what if they call you? I mean, I kind of... What if of... Sid goes down, or, or what if Brett goes down and you got to win the title? <laughs> exactly. I, like, I mean, I've done it myself. I do like the perverse irony of putting your full gear on to just... for, And you're only doing a promo on that show and yeah. absolutely nothing physical. You mean like sting every AEW Dynamite? That's true. Full face paint, full lower gear, and then you get come out and get It's because you off? dress for the job you want, not the job you have. <laughs> sting wants to wrestle? He wants to wrestle. Mm, fair. Uh, so and by the time people hear this, he will have. Is that yeah? Next Saturday. Next, oh yes, I mean this Sunday. That match was this, g- good. Y- yesterday. Yesterday, that match was good. Sting's first live match back was good. Was good. And he didn't die. And he didn't die. I hope he doesn't die. I, he, I really hope he doesn't die. <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, he's wrestling two pretty safe workers. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, or sorry, he wrestled two pretty safe Yes, workers. and didn't die. Uh, so as Vince is talking to him, Ahmed's talking about how he lost his, like, because of the nation, he's lost his girlfriend, he lost his car, he lost his, all he's got is his fans who cheer very loudly for him because they don't care that he's a bad wrestler. Um, I mean, I liked him in 96. The, I thought too. he was sweet. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, the nation appears up on the ba- like on the balcony level. And, and a, a black power organization, which is currently more white than black. Uh, currently has three black members and four white members. <laughs> 
Um, pretty much the only highlight of this is Farouk calling Ahmed and Uncle Tom, awesome. which anytime a black man calls another black man Uncle Tom, Always funny. Uh, I think it's funny. Yep. Because it doesn't involve me, so I'm and and I got I don't have to feel guilty about it. Yeah. So you, I get to laugh. You didn't do anything. Nope. Uh, so the next match is the Intercontinental title match. Uh, we got champion Hunter Hearst Helmsley against Wildman Mark Miro. Miro. We, Miro. God, God I'm... La- last week you were fine. You were, you uh, yeah, were, I, you were Miro all the way. You had Miro. got all the Miros out of your system, and now you're you're back on your bullshit. Mark, Mark Miroslav Barnyashev. It's <laughs> such a good name. Um, Hunter comes out with the Ode to Joy music, and they've changed the Intercontinental title from white back to black. Back to black. Uh, at once, I prefer white. I also prefer white. Uh, once they in get any scenario, well, white is right. Uh, once they get in the ring and they sort of start getting their stare down. You know what they say: once you go white, you never go black. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Um. Yeah. Okay. So once they get in the ring and they squ- they go face to face, Lawler has a very good line of says that uh, nose to that like the uh, these guys are going to go nose to nose, which gives which gives Hunter the advantage. <laughs> Um, then, uh, as the match is going on, Sable is in Marrow's corner, and he's like, sm- she's smacking the mat to yeah. get him psyched up. To which Lawler just yells, "Shut up, Marlena!" <laughs> oh, that's not Marlena; that's Sable. <laughs> like, really funny. <laughs> a clearly a legitimate mistake. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the, I mean, the, the match is good. There's a lot of like boring Triple H mat work. Yeah, it's it's there. Like, Triple H does his uh, he does his big bumps. He does the 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 whip into the corner, somersault his way up, flip back down, get punched, whatever. Punch. Then he also does the whip to the corner, uh, hook, hook your elbow arm, over the top, do over, the full flip which, to the which floor, which he fucking loves. Yeah, it it, who, it looks great. Whose spot was that originally? Great question. Was it a flare spot that Flair did like way back when? I don't know if that's a flare spot. It's a someone spot for mm. sure, but I can't picture it in my mind. Is it? It would have had to have been a heel in WCW or NWA, like in like the eight, like the late. Gonna 80s. go with Bob Roop. Sure. <laughs> um, then they do a uh, Marrow does a top rope perk and Rana. Which, as yeah. they land, there's a very weird camera cut on the network version. Yeah, and, like, he completes the Rana. Yeah, like, there's Looks no bo- there's no botch at all. It's, he does the Rana. Hunter lands perfectly, like, where he needs to be. Marrow is on his, sort of on his uh, knees, facing the turnbuckle, getting, getting back up. And then it immediately cuts to him laying on back Hunter down. as if he was doing, a like, a, you know, his back. Yeah. His back on Hunter for a pin. Yeah, so this is a network version, so I'm going to have to find an original airing and see what the deal was. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if they just cut it because there was, like, uh, like a waste of time getting from there yeah, to maybe. the next thing. Or there's some weird botch or something. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Uh, so then, after that, uh, Marrow goes up and does the Marrow Salt. Um, right. Which we said, like, he floats very well. Yeah. Like, he, he gets good uh, hang time, for sure. Uh, after this, he picks up Hunter and goes to punch him. Hunter ducks and he pops Earl. Um, then Hunter grabs him. Earl, to, who deserves it? Earl, who deserves it? For stealing merchandise and selling it himself out the back of his van. Making millions of dollars. Making millions of dollars. Uh, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Uh, then uh, Hunter picks him up, goes for a back suplex. Mero does a backflip out of it into a rolling prawn hold, which 
would have, have been, been the three count. You finally would have gotten got it. what I wanted. But Earl was hurt. But Earl was hurt. Uh, so Hunter gets out of it. By the time Earl recovers, Hunter gets out of it. Uh, at this point is when Trips does the old get thrown in the corner, hook the arm, go all the way to the floor. Yep. Uh, Meryl runs and does a uh, somersault plancha onto him. Which somehow barely touches him. <laughs> barely touches him, and also he kind of, like, lands on his feet. Yeah, he, like... And then, like, goes into the guardrail to sell it. Yeah, but, he, like, like, lightly sits on his shoulder and lands yeah. on his feet. Uh, at this point, Goldust runs down, who is currently trying to feud with Hunter. Uh, he grabs the title belt to hit Hunter, who ducks, and he I hits Meryl. I noticed Goldust's gold on his gear is getting a little darker. It's a little darker. Yeah, yeah. this gear is is so far the best We're gear. improving. Also, another guy who got in full gear, uh, but he did wrestle in the main event dark match. That's true. Against Steve Austin. Nice. Um, so he accidentally hits Marrow, then he turns around and hits Hunter anyways. And hits Hunter on purpose. <laughs> uh, they're both laying on the floor. Earl, Earl starts counting. Marrow gets up, beats the count, and wins, but doesn't win the title. Yeah. Then as uh, after they announced that, you know, t- did title didn't change hands, uh, Hunter's going back up the rampway very slowly. Dust, Goldust comes back out and pops him again, yells something at him, and then he leaves, and that's that's that setting up their mat, their their feud. Uh, then in the out, outside of the... No, in the back, they have a promo uh, oh, but, with... Uh, but uh, Mero got his heat back at the end, too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mero got him back in the ring and did, uh, of course, did he his uh, very excellent uh, wild thing. Yeah, because if I was in the crowd and then I got that count, I'm like, I wanted the fucking shooting and there, star. And there was also a lot of shooting star in the hype package. So to yeah. do the hype package and then not, not deliver would yeah. be kind of bullshit. Yeah, so yeah, he got his heat back, got to do his big move. And I think this is pretty much the end of the Mero Triple H feud. Like, yeah, this, I think so. This is Mero winning the feud without winning the title. Yes. And now and we're on he, to Hunter versus Babyface Goldust. Babyface Goldust. If you don't shut up, I'm going to come out there and stick my tongue down your throat. And then everybody's like, but in a, but please in a do. good way now. Yeah. Now we want you to. Please come kiss me. Uh, <clears throat> so in the back, we got a Sid promo. It's, it's honestly just Sid being crazy Sid. Yeah. But he also, like, it's like he doesn't have control over the sound, like the volume of his voice. Because <laughs> he's definitely going from, yes, 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 yes. And then he's going very quiet. <laughs> and you couldn't even really hear what he was saying. Yeah. Um, so next we get, uh, we get the hype package for what happened at the last in your house with Buried Alive with the debut of the Executioner. Executioner. Uh, as the Executioner comes down to the ring, uh, they say, uh, his height unknown, his weight unknown. I'm like, look. You just gotta some, guess. Sometimes it's hard to determine someone's weight. I guess. By eyeballing. But the, Some people are denser than in others. In theory, wouldn't you want to know how big he is? Probably. So that you know how large the challenge is for The Undertaker? Probably, yes. But I guess, is how big is Gordy compared to Taker? Because, like, Mean Mark's, like, 6'10", 6'9". Yeah, he's smaller how, than Taker. Yeah, but how small? Like, is he uh-huh. only, like, 6'5"? I don't know if he's 6'5". 6'3". Yep. So maybe they're like, eh, if we say that he's only six, even if they say he's six five, that makes it's him not look enough. small. Like he has <laughs> yeah. to be six eight. So wait, is everyone's height and weight against the Undertaker a mystery? Yeah, I guess. Um, so this is an Armageddon rules match, which maybe they explained and we didn't hear, but we don't find out till the very end what it actually is. Yeah, we, we don't find out until uh, Undertaker pins the executioner with a tombstone for three and the match isn't over yet. 
so yeah, Undertaker has come back with his more gothy look. Uh, with his teardrop tattoo, and they teardrop they, tattoo, he they drew the little angry lines on the t- on his brow. So that that it, part I forgot. The teardrop I remember. I did not remember the uh, the eyebrow accent. Is Mean Mark a cholo now? <laughs> I think he might be a cholo. I mean, yeah, he's into motorcycles. He's, he's got wearing, a teardrop tattoo. He's wearing uh, he's wearing khaki shorts with white socks pulled up past the knee, and a bandana folded over. Yep. Um, so and, uh, and a plaid uh, long sleeve shirt with only the top button done up. Is he up. Conan? He's Conan, <laughs> or Lil Cholo. True. Yeah, he's Lil Cholo. Yeah, little Lil Mark Callo. Oh, I see where you're going. You're not going to get there, but I see where you're going. Uh, so, P.S. P- the answer is Mark Choloway. Mark Choloway, yeah. <laughs> so, the, I mean, it's honestly just Undertaker kicking the executioner's ass. Uh, so he yeah. throws him to the floor until he pulls up the padding on the floor <laughs> and he's going to tombstone him on the cement. I'm already excited to talk about it. And as he pulls it up, we're like, oh, like you're pulling up the padding. Like you're getting into mankind. This is a mankind spot. Mankind spots. As we say that, and as he gets the executioner up on his shoulder to do the tombstone, here comes poor little Mickles Foley running the as fast the as he's ever he's ran ever run. his entire life. He's and like motoring. He's in the best shape of his life. Honestly, yeah. He's running as fast as he's ever ran. Yeah. And as soon as he hits the corner to come around to cut off the Undertaker, that padding becomes the biggest challenge he's ever Just. had in his life. He eats the most shit. The most shit. And he hits hard. It's and like then he went out of his way to trip Because over. obviously he's flat on his face within like, you know, 10 inches of the Undertaker. Yeah. But he's on the ground and Undertaker already has the executioner he just in two zones. awkwardly zone grabs at his ankle. <laughs> he like tries to get his boot and then, <laughs> and then eventually like gets his leg and Taker just puts down the executioner. Uh, it was a shame, so but, then, but also the best thing on the show. Oh, it was amazing! Like we we howled when we saw it. Um, so now, obviously, it becomes a two-on-one handicap match. I think I did shark match. laugh from a strange woman. <laughs> oh, I was I thought you were going to do it, but then you started drinking. So no, no. Um, I just want to talk about it. Okay. I don't want to do it. So it becomes a two-on-one handicap match at this point. There we go. Has there ever been a dumber thing that we like more from a completely awful thing? No. And I love how it shows up in the movie. Because, like, it's in the trailer. Yes. And it looked funny. Yeah. So I'm like, well, this probably won't be a good movie. But I can't wait to see this funny thing in context in the movie. It does not have any context in the movie. It is just inserted at the end. It is just a funny, jokey, laughy thing. Uh, it's insane. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's also like I don't know if it even meets all the qualifications of a movie. It's it's very weirdly put together. Yeah, it really is. It's it's honestly like you're watching the movie, but also the Wilderness Show, but they're not like directly associated with each other. Yeah, it's like somebody record like you you recorded Raiders of the Lost Ark on te- <laughs> on TV on a VHS. Yeah, and then. At some point, one of your other family members wanted to record, like, oh, I just, I, I have to go out, but I want to record the last eight minutes of this show I'm watching. <laughs> and so they just push record, yeah. so it records, like, in the middle. So yeah. there, there's no connection between the two. No. So the next time you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. But then a, th- a third person 
watches that, having never, never seen, seen Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark or the other thing, and just thinks that this is the movie. Oh, what a weird thing to cut into yeah. the middle of a movie. And that's Strange World. <laughs> yes. I do remember saying at the time that it was ahead of its time, and in 10 years, this is how all movies would be. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw it was, like a long time ago, but... I'm, I'm sure it's still bad. I don't think it's aged with time. Like, you're like, oh, this is pretty good now. This is amazing. It does have Bigfoot in it, though. It's true. Um, so they brawl all the way up the ramp towards the inner house set. So it's now a full Undertaker versus Man. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it, uh, handicap. There was no rules to begin with. Like, there was no DQ anyway. Well, it's Armageddon so, rules. Yeah. So, like, it's not like this, you know, oh, I didn't think this was going to be a handicap match. Uh, they, so they fight all the way up the ramp to the set. Uh, Mankind gets thrown through the facade window of the set. Yeah. Um, then Taker climbs through, and then everybody's like, oh, like where are they? Where are they? And then he throws Mankind back through the door, like breaking the door off its hinges. Uh, he rolls all the way down to the, the concrete. Then he goes and grabs the executioner. At this point, Paul Bearer, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's, he has a lot of like really funny, random comments single that lines because of phrases. his voice and yeah. how loud he talks, you can hear him. The one by the house was just him saying Mankind. Oh, where yeah, yeah. Mankind, mankind. Wasn't, wasn't even on the on screen. And then he had a funny one later. Uh, I think he just yells like, what's, what's happening? happening? Yeah. <laughs> It was. I think it was that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he grabs the executioner. They go back behind the set. And I think what was maybe supposed to happen was they were supposed to knock over the side of the house yeah. to the thing. But it appeared to be on wheels. Yeah. So or, when or, he, or just too well built. Or or honestly, maybe just like it was off the ground and connected to the other part of the yeah, house. Yeah, so it wasn't going to so go So when he hit it, it just sort itself. of like moved forward yeah. a it bit. It rattled. They, they didn't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, so they, they fight all the way. So he goes all, Taker goes all the way back to the ring. Then eventually Mankind comes all the way back down. Then the Executioner comes all the way back down. Yeah. Then as Mankind's in the ring, a bunch of security run in with Mace. Yes. <laughs> Not to be confused with Mace and T-Bar. But, or but, to be confused with Mace and Puff Daddy. Or Mace and Puff, Puff Daddy. Uh, this is like or, bear spray or, or pepper spray. Or Mace and Buff E of the Christopher Street Connection. Nice. How do you like that? I like the way you think. Happy to do it. Very happy. Uh, the Christopher Street Connection who constantly got beat the fuck up by Moff and... Uh, what was the other one? Monster Mac. Monster Mac, yeah. Who, like, those early ROH shows just like, yeah. who wants to see us smear the queers? Ba Babyface gay bashers, the hit squad. Yeah. The hit squad just smearing the queers. And then Moff tried to have sex with Homicide's underage sister. That's the, that's my understanding, yes. yes. And, and then he tried Moff to was, fucking kill him. Moff was out of the biz for a little while, yeah. uh, but then came back. But then he's cool. Always Everything's cool now, guys. They're, it's all chill. Sleep with his sister. Um... So they, the security guard guys begin to mace Mankind in the ring, yep. which sort of just leads to nothing happening for a bit. And then Taker and Executioner fight all the way through the back again. Now they go up through the crowd and in uh, through some stairs to like exit doors. And luckily we, have, luckily we have a roaming camera to follow. Yeah, them. the camera just sits at the bottom of the stairs staring up as you see like a, several Is that fans. as far as his cable went? Po very possible. Or they just didn't want to see what they were doing outside the building, which was probably nothing. They're just taking a breather. Because the important stuff was happening in the ring. Um, 
So they put Mankind in a straitjacket, and they drag him out of the ring, sort of kicking and screaming. Um, then Gorilla Monsoon comes down, and they're, like, trying to get escort him out of the ring. Uh, eventually, they show Taker and Executioner outside the building fighting in the sort of, like, pond. They call it a moat at one point. It's like a water feature a water of the feature arena. outside the arena. Yeah. They, uh, he, he throws the Executioner into it. The Taker comes all the way back into the building, and we're like, oh, fuck. Like, there, this is a handcuffed mankind chair shot to the head, please. Yeah, we thought something really bad was going to happen but to mankind. But, unfortunately, we got... Not really. Time. Nothing. Nothing. He, he punched him twice. He punched that him a couple it. times. That was yeah. it. Yeah. So, he gets back to the ring. The, the finish is kind of funny. Because, like, it, you assume that Undertaker is dealing with straight-jacketed mankind... Uh, gets back into the ring and there's Executioner out of nowhere and maybe Executioner's gonna uh, uh, Pearl Harbor him and get a little bit of heat on him before Taker eventually wins. However, what does happen is Taker gets into the ring, uh, Executioner right behind him, uh, doesn't really surprise Taker. Taker, like, turns around, kicks him, <laughs> boop, gives him a tombstone, pins him one, two, three, uh, match is not over because apparently Armageddon rules is Texas Deathmatch rules, so a standing 10 count after the three count, uh, which they did, and then it was over. So, ten seconds <laughs> later than we thought the match yes. was over, it was really over. And it was just, like, the fact that that was the first pinfall attempt. Th that was the first, yeah, first pinfall attempt and first ten count. And as if a random jobber in the Executioner is going to, like, move after taking a tombstone. I'm going to tell Terry Gordy, you called him a random yeah, jobber. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, he died 20 years ago. Yeah. At 40 years old. At 40. He was 35 here. He didn't look a day over 50. No. And, uh, he, yeah, he was 35 years old and a 20-year veteran at this point. <laughs> yes. Which yes. is awesome. Crazy. So, uh, now we're on to the main event. Uh, Sean comes out for commentary. He's pretty much turned full heel, sort of. Which is funny, because he's not supposed to be. Not really, but it's just... Because he is the face against Sid next month. It's just Sean being a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, he's at the height of his evil power. Yeah, like he's point. shitting all he shits all over Brett. He shits all over Sid. Yeah, uh, like the whole match. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's Psycho Sid defending a title against Bret Hart. The like, did this match go the way you thought it was going to go? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, right off the bat, Sean talks about how he's better than Brett because you know at least when he's in there, he's like putting on a happy face. He I smiles. smile sometimes. So I'm like, oh, Sean wants Brett to smile more. You know, you'd be a lot cuter if you smiled more. Come on, pretty, Come pretty. Come on, pretty, pretty. Give us a smile, pretty, pretty. Um, so like, straight up, this is a fucking Bret Hart squash match. He beats the fuck out of six like, foot nine Sid All he does the is, whole match. is chop him down and just beat him down on the mat. He, at one point, he like picks Sid up like, and rams him back first into the, into the ring post. Like, Easily. It's no, like it's no problem that five foot 10 or 11 Bret Hart <laughs> yeah. has no problem picking up Sid and just ramming him into the post. Yeah. Nuts. Um. Yeah, he does, like, a bunch of stomps and knee drops to his back. He does, like, the second rope elbow drop. Yep. He uh, does, like, a lot of... Yeah, he's just literally just chopping down Sid the whole fucking time. Um, so, eventually, they uh, Sid sort of gets his heat back a little bit. Hits, like, a, side, a sidewalk slam and a big boot. And maybe... Oh, no, he misses a leg drop. Uh, but then his, he, his big old jumping leg drop. His big old jumping leg drop. Uh, but eventually, he dumps Brett to the floor... 
And then as Sid's sort of like trying to get himself back to, you know, hyping up the crowd and getting himself back up and Brett's on the floor, out of nowhere comes a second appearance of Stone Cold Steve Austin, who just hits the like longest, fastest running <laughs> diving chop block I've ever seen. Like he ran, fa- he ran faster than Foley and just yeah. flew at Brett's and, leg. And didn't fall down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he, yeah, he chop blocks Brett, does some jaw jacking, gets a little sh- couple shots in. Uh, they cut to Sid in the ring, sort of like, what's going on? What's going on? And then when they cut back to the outside, Owen and Bulldog have run down and are now brawling with Austin. And the referees are sort of pulling them apart. Um, then... The, oh, then they have a very awkward botch of Sid picking up Brett for a power slam. Ugh. He then Brett. Drops. So they they've taken the top turnbuckle padding yes. off on one corner. So the plan is, yeah, Sid's got him up in you know uh, snake eyes. Snake eyes. He's, he's gonna, gonna drop. Him he's a, gonna drop him on head the exposed first. buckle. Yeah. Yeah. And the plan is, Brett is going to slide down his back push Sid toward the turnbuckle, but then Sid drops down and Brett goes into it. Uh, they tried it once. It did not work. <laughs> uh, as as Sid tried to move out of the way of Brett, so that or out of the way so Brett would go. Brett tripped um, over. Yeah, Sid was sort of still in his way and Brett had nowhere to go. Yeah. So fuck it, redo it. <laughs> so they straight up did the whole spot whole again. Whole spot again. Way more carefully. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked this time. Yeah. Uh, so after yeah, so Brett eats the buckle. They get back up. Uh, Sid hits a choke slam. Yeah, he hit a choke slam for a near fall. Uh, then as they get up, Sid runs at him at the ropes. Brett ducks. Uh, Sid gets clotheslined over the top. They 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 both go over the top. Yeah. Brett clotheslines. They both go over the top rope to the floor. Uh, as they're getting up, you can hear Sean sort of jaw jacking on commentary. Uh, Sid shoves him. Yes. Yeah, he gets yeah. into it with Sid. He gets into it with Sid. Sid shoves him back into his seat. He throws Brett back in the ring. He gets up in the ring. Then Sean's had enough. He grabs, a, gets off commentary, jumps up on the apron, which doesn't get in the, the ring. On the apron, but not in the ring. So it's not a good goal. Other side of the ropes. Uh, so as he goes to get in the ring, Sid shoves Brett into him. Sean takes the bump. Uh, Brett turns around. Kick wham power bomb. Kick wham power bomb. And Sid retains the title. Yeah. Uh, then after Sid celebrates and Brett goes out to the floor and sort of has an argument with Sean, he shoves Sean down to the mat or punches Sean, I guess. Yeah. Sean takes a bump and then like as Sean bumps, he takes his shirt off because he's got to <laughs> show the ladies that he's still fit as fuck. Yeah. Uh, setting up, of course, the Brett Sean WrestleMania 13 rematch. Correct. Which definitely happens. Absolutely. And Sean is definitely not a piece of shit. Oh, uh, well, you know. I don't have a smile anymore. Scott. <laughs> the, the, uh, the classic line, I don't have a smile anymore. Scott, you'd, you'd look a lot uh, nicer if you smiled more. I Look, I've been told that. <laughs> Perhaps one day. Uh, I, I won't hold my breath for the day that you smile. <laughs> Good. I wish you would. I wish you would dance a lot. <laughs> dance a lot. Dance and smile, baby. Dance and smile. That's what daddy likes. <laughs> Shake, shake them titties for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this one wasn't great. No, uh, wasn't we, great. We think the next one is a lot next better. Next one looks good. I think w- there's some nice ones in 97. Uh, yeah, I think ni- 97, it sort of starts to ramp yeah. up. I mean, you get a lot more Steve Austin. February's good. You, you get July's lot, really good. You get a lot more, like, uh, Brett actually wrestling. Yeah. Not Bulldog and Owen versus other heels. 
um, the rocks on the upswing, hunters on the upswing. Yeah. Eventually, we get into gang warfare. Ooh. Which is pretty fun. Can't wait. I, although one team is exclusively bad, and one team uh, only has. Well, I guess the Brequas are fine. They're like, fine. They're all they serviceable do workers. Yeah. Um, and the nation is half good. Yeah, the nation is mixed. And uh, race. DOA is all garbage. <laughs> Yeah. Hot garbage. Who's the best worker in DOA? Crush, I get. Uh, maybe Brian Lee. Maybe Brian, Brian Lee. Brian Lee's pr- like reasonably serviceable. Yeah. And then Crush, and then the Nazi boys can go away. Yeah. They're very bad. But That's our official stance. Nazi boys go Nazi away. Nazi boys go away, live to kill another day. <laughs> live to do hate crimes another day. Definitely get SS tattoos. For sure. For sure. Because it stands and then, for and then, secret security because they're always security on television. And then become businessmen. <laughs> businessmen. <laughs> That's the move. You'd be surprised how many Nazis are in business now. Oh, really? Oh, um, I guess you, maybe you wouldn't be surprised. How, how many of them became NASA scientists? Oh, well, you shouldn't be surprised at that. I'm not. You're a big Operation Paperclip guy. I very much am. Once you go through that curtain, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that, remember when uh, Joseph Mengele became the Surgeon General? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that seems like a good one to end on. The secret letter is R. Shut it off. Hard. Oh, yeah. R. The hardest.